Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the mysterious journey of the lonely hibiscus lacroix? Uh, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Ah, so good. Oh my god, it smells so good. Oh my god. I'm so excited. All right. We're already in this. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Yimtope. You must be thinking of another podcast. Hello, Kelsey. Hello, Robert. Hello, Hibiscus. Um, <laughs> so, why don't you tell us what that opening was there? Oh, it smells like grape drink. I don't even know. Okay, so, all right. Hey, hang on, hang on. You got the crack in the opening. I got to I gotta yeah. try to follow suit here. Yeah, crack your shit. Okay, okay. okay. So, <clears throat> I still remember, dear listeners, last episode, I told the tale of a lonely hibiscus LaCroix that was all alone on the shelf at the food pantry. Uh, this is not that LaCroix. I did not go back and steal it. <laughs> we got so much feedback on the LaCroix. It was a little bit crazy. Like, the second People the episode dropped... People are rabid dropped, for their LaCroix, man. I know. So, the minute the episode dropped, Jose, <clears throat> one of our listeners sent us a tweet and was like, uh, they have that at the Kroger or at the Target near our house. I was uh-huh. like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Because you remember, if you remember, when we were on the podcast, we, we looked at the LaCroix the map. map. We checked yeah. the map, the official map, and it was nowhere to be found. So. LaCroix, get your shit updated. Yeah, update it. And then uh, our other dear friend, Des, who lives out in California on the West Coast, where this LaCroix just so happens to be, you guys may okay. remember her from uh, our episode 28, I think, the pod, the uh, cosplay episode. Yeah. Anosny V. Anyway, she was like, I'll send you a case of LaCroix. We have it here. And I was like, oh, yes, send it to me. <laughs> and uh, so, so the next day I went to Target because I was like, I have to see with my own eyes and double check that it's not actually at our Target too. Yes. I go there, and I go down the LaCroix aisle, just expecting, you know, the regular, the lemon, the lime, just like, the tangerine. Just like the, like, letdown of, yep, it's still not here. Yep. But from a distance, I can see that beautiful pink flower, that gorgeous smear of chartreuse. Right underneath one overhanging lamp. <laughs> the light shines down. Hibiscus. La croix. So I bought this shit two days ago and it's been in my fridge because i haven't wanted to taste it waited i've waited you guys have no idea how hard this has been for me so i've been waiting to share this experience with all of you okay so you cracked it i cracked it it smells give us give us a smell yeah so it it really smells like um a little bit like cough syrup (laughs) 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 which makes me nervous hey dude dimatap tasted great yeah it smells it smells like dimatap Oh, it's going to taste fantastic then. Okay, I'm ready. Are you guys ready for this sip? Yeah. Here it goes. Here we go. Okay. Oh my god, you know what it tastes like? What? Okay, okay. You know those um those little 
Kool-Aid jammers with like the twist off top. Yeah. Where like the little like the the tiny amount of of liquid gets in the top of that twist off top. Yes. Yeah, so you twist it off, you drink the whole thing, and then you sit there with your teeth trying to bite it out of that last that yes. last drop from the yes. top. Yes. It tastes like the last drop of a grape Kool-Aid jammer. <laughs> That's what this tastes like. <laughs> It doesn't taste like a hibiscus flower. <laughs> mm, this tastes like last drop Kool-Aid. Yum. Oh my god, it's so good. It reminds me of summer. Like, I can smell the chlorination of Hurricane Harbor, you know? Oh my god. It's like, it's like band-aids floating in the lazy river. So, so, so this isn't more of a drink for flavor. This is a drink for transportation of your, of your emotional state. Yes. <laughs> You just you just completely you just crack it and your your whole body just travels somewhere else. I legit I feel like I'm uh, like transported back in time. My whole soul is going through an experience right now. Oh my god. Hibiscus la croix. Oh my god, you guys. I'm so happy I bought a case of this. We me and Taylor were doing the the keto thing uh-huh. for a while there, right? Uh yeah. So since like England toad in the hole, that's like falling off. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, Target is like the place for weird shit. That's true. Because there was a brand of ice cream that had like two carbs for like the whole pint. It was a Halo Top. It was something different because mm. Halo Top has more than this one. Oh, really? No, wait. It may have been Halo Top, but there was like a certain like sub brand in it. You know? Okay. And it was, like, exclusively at Tom Thumb and Target. Interesting. I love the uh, the mochi halo top. Every time we went, that once, because they always had it, it was just that section was always sold out. Like, people knew, and they went there for it. <clears throat> Gotta get that weird Kroger t- Target. I keep saying Kroger. Target keto ice cream. I'm, I'm just happy that you are saying Kroger and not, not Kroger's. Kroger's. That's an old yeah. person thing. <laughs> oh, uh, I just got a uh, a uh, briefing right here. Oh, it was called enlightened ice cream, not oh. Halo Top. Enlightened, enlightened is Hot the, across the insanely low carb ice cream, and we've never seen it out in the wild. But it exists because <laughs> there was always like shelf space for it and a tag. Okay. And it was just, like, people rabid for this low-carb ice cream. Just, like, little white ladies waiting for them to restock that. Mm-hmm. They said the truck arrives on Tuesdays. <laughs> so I'm here, and I'm waiting, and I haven't restocked it yet, but check back on my Insta, and I'll post it when it's on. And then I'm gonna devour it. <laughs> oh my god, this LaCroix. I, I, it's just, I'm so sorry. I, I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I just, I need it. In my life. I am so happy that you found some. I am too, man. Like, so happy. I I mean, that's a quick turnaround. Like, you it just was. talked about it, and it's I like, know. oh, wait, here it is. Yeah, I was shocked at the amount of people that texted me or sent me a tweet or something on Instagram. Yeah, we got a lot of response on the LaCroix, so thank you, listeners. You care so deeply about me and my LaCroix. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for interacting with us to get us product. Yes. I'm clutching this thing with two hands. LaCroix sponsor us. (laughs) I'm wondering if our friends that told us that, maybe they're in LaCroix's pocket. They were like LaCroix spies pushing their product out, man. 
if they're yes. LaCroix spies and they're not getting me in on that gig, I'm about to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, I need to set this down so I don't like chug it all in the top eight minutes of the podcast here. So, uh-huh. we got a listener email. Ooh, that I wanted okay. to read. It's about our uh, witch episode. We got a lot of good feedback on that. Okay. I actually heard a lot of stuff, um, not so much in our email, but in person, because uh, a lot of people at my job kind of listen, and I heard a lot of like, oh man, that was, that was all the questions I wanted. Oh, good. Like, a lot of people really enjoyed that one. Awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback on uh, on the internets, too. A lot of people tweeting at us about it, so people good. seem to enjoy this one. Um, we got a listener mail from our dear friend, Ferdin, who has written in so many times. Okay. He says, hi, Robert and Kelsey. This episode was such a great surprise. Yeah, that was another thing, is uh, when it dropped on Halloween, everyone was like, oh my god, bonus episode! <laughs> <laughs> so I was happy about that. <clears throat> so, Ferdin writes... I really love getting to hear someone's perspective who practices witchcraft. I myself actually dabble in the craft. I haven't ever put much thought into the type of witchcraft I practice, but I suppose I would be considered an eclectic witch who leans more toward green witchcraft. Okay. I love nature, plants, and crystals, and my magic mainly centers around that type of stuff. I've also practiced reading the tarot. 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 For yeah, say five it right. Years. Tarot for five years now. I don't really like to consider it a religion, so it's more a spiritual path if there's a difference. Um, Ferdin has actually read my tarot before, and I feel like he's done it pretty good. I don't know. It's hard to say with tarot because it's kind of like horoscopes, you know? Like, you kind of want to make it fit your situation. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes sometimes a reading can be just vague enough (laughs) that it could apply to anything. Yeah, for sure. But I mean... I'm pretty sure it's only in, like, the movies that you ever see a reading that's like, you are gonna stub your toe tomorrow, you know? Like, they're never really (laughs) that in-depth. Right. They're always more, like, a guidance kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, here's a way to help you kind of direct your life in a direction. It's not so much, here's exactly what's gonna happen at this time. Yeah. You know, Ferdin actually, he mentioned this after we published the episode that we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but he predicted the day before that I was going to get proposed to. Really? Yes. So he sent me a text message, just a random one, out of the blue, and said, hey, are you uh, engaged? I was like, why Why would you ask that? I would tell you if I got engaged. He was like, oh, okay. It's weird. I just have like a weird like vision of you with a diamond. I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. And the next fucking day, Richard proposed to me. So I called Ferd and I was like, "What's what? What happened? Why so, do you know this? Why do you know this?" But yeah, he, he's 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 got something going on. Uh, so he continues in his email here. Mary's perspective was really cool growing up with it. Uh, for me, it was just within the last five years that I discovered this side of myself. I had a really wild experience with the tarot, tarot reading after a hard time in my life, and it started as a way to heal. That's nice. My extent of magic is mainly crystals, meditation, and candles, and I have attended classes at the local metaphysical, which is the word that he thinks Mary was looking for. Okay. Um, That's a shop in Louisville. It's called Miracles of Joy. Okay. He says, I've made things happen, like won a raffle by visualizing myself with the winning ticket and walking away with the prize. I've made it rain, which I think he means physical outdoor rain and not like money. Uh, He says, magic is as real as you want it to be, pretty much like Christianity. 
It's all about intention and the energy you put yeah. out into the world. Fair points. And he ends it with a cool little magical tip. So he says, okay. if you ever find yourself in trouble with someone, like that person is mad at you for whatever reason, you can write their name on a piece of paper, fold it three times away from your body, and put the paper in the freezer, and that person will chill out. It even works on yourself. I've used that many times, and it works like a charm. That's a nice little email. I'd like to try that. Yeah. Tell myself to chill the fuck out, right? Yeah. I'm on a piece of paper. Freeze that shit. So, well, awesome. Thank you for writing that in, Ferdin. That's super cool. Yeah. I always like to hear a perspective of somebody who, like, is in the thing that we just did an episode about, you know? Yeah. It's really awesome to be able to go, oh, well, hearing about that. It actually helped me figure out what to even call myself. Right. That's cool. You know? So that's why we do this, guys. That's what we're doing. We're helping you find yourself. As we find ourselves. <laughs> On our pod journey. <laughs> um, I believe when we did the episode with Mary, we were going to do one thing, but kind of got sidetracked in what we were talking about and left something out. Yes. So, oh my God. I... <laughs> We talked before on, like, I think episode, like, three or something that The Grudge is one of my, like, top three scariest movies ever. Yeah. They're remaking The Grudge. I'm pretty sure when I found out about it, we, like, texted each other about it at the same time. We did. <laughs> was like, hey, The Grudge, uh, ah, Jigs. Yeah, so, um, I haven't watched the trailer for it yet because I wanted to watch it together. Yeah, I have. Because I'm too scared to watch it alone. Okay, so that movie 0% freaks me out. Really? I didn't like The Ring or The Grudge. I thought they were both really boring. Yeah, see, I just... Well, okay. It's the noise. I thought The Ring was boring. And so I just kind of lumped The Grudge in as like the same type of movie. So when we watched it that night, I kind of didn't really pay attention to it. So I kind of need to watch it again. And now that this is coming out, because when there's a reboot or anything like that, I always have to watch the originals first. Uh Uh-huh. So if I'm going to see this, I'm going to have to watch the old ones. Yeah. Well, this one's directed by Sam Raimi, so you know it's going to be fucking real. Dude. I know. Are you... I didn't know that. I'm not ready. Are you for real? (laughs) Yes. that is my guy. I know. I love him. Don't lie to me. No, That's a lie. That's not true. It's true. It can't be true. There it's it is. It is so it is true. so true. Yeah. Oh my god. God, I can't. I Okay. Like I every time I'm in the shower, I just imagine <laughs> like a a hand coming out the back of my fucking head like the grudge. I just <sighs> I am tenfold more excited for this because I think we've discussed how Drag Me to Hell by Sam Raimi is one of my favorite scary movies of all time. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, you ready to watch all this right. trailer? So since so since you're the one scared, you got to pull the trigger on this. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go in three, two, one. Click. I already hate it. Ooh, the hair. Oh, was... no, the noise. Oh, okay. cool. Oh, my God. Look at his little glasses. Is that? Oh. Hey, that's, um. Yeah. It's, um. What's his, what's his name? face? Um. Harold and Kumar. Yes. Kumar, right? Harold. I didn't right? see those. <laughs> Me either. Uh, honestly. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. Don't walk into this dark ass house. Oh god, I didn't like that. Yeah, when someone talks gibberish like that, you leave. 
Oh, I'm so freaked out. Oh, no. so wait, are they no, doing no, no, like no. a role reversal instead of a girl? It's like a guy coming <gasps> into this problem? I don't know. I'm so scared. Somebody's going to fucking come out of there. I know what's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay. When someone dies in the grip, in the grip of, of rage. rage. I like that dude's mustache. Look at him. Ooh, no. Ew. What is happening in this trailer? What is that blonde lady from? I, I hated that. What was that? Why did you just walk into this house? Stop walking into it. She kind of looks familiar. Yeah, she's from something. Oh, it's in the tub. No, oh, no, 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 no. But... But the old lady is the one from Insidious. Is it? And I love her. No, 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 oh, no. Backwards no, crawl. I not am good. not fucking sleeping. Oh, we're taking Clonip in tonight, oh. baby. <laughs> God. Oh, oh, oh. No, I hate this so much. I don't even want to look. I can't look. I can't. <laughs> no, 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 yep. no. No, not with the shower hand. Not with the yep. shower hand, please. Please, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, beautiful shower hand right there. Probably I crushed my LaCroix can. I'm like, what? I'm not even finished with it. <sighs> my heart is racing. I hate it so much. Oh my God. I need to uncrush my can a little bit. It will never let you go. Fucking, okay. Okay, cancel, cancel all of that. That was beautiful. Oh, fuck, I hated it. <laughs> <clears throat> so... I'm actually well, really um, excited about it. I am too, but I'm not going to be able to watch it. We're going to link you guys that trailer so you can watch it and react along with us. Because otherwise so, that's just going to sound like screaming gibberish. So, okay. Okay. Would you see it in the theater? No. I Maybe? Oh I don't. Because because you got to think, the like the noise, Yeah. the, the bass from that noise is going to rumble the seats. I know. I can't. Oh, I hate that noise so much. I'm like looking around behind me and shit. So uh, this for you is almost how like Pennywise is for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, LaCroix. I don't like that dude. <laughs> like, see, that's the thing though. R All right. Listeners, you know the rule. We determined this rule. I'm pretty sure episode one when we talked about scary movies. Rule of scary movies is you have to figure out how it doesn't affect you. But this is somebody that dies in a house, so unless you know for 100% sure, no one died in your house. Robert. I, I don't know how you're free of it. Robert, two people <laughs> died in my house. Ooh. <laughs> I just... But in in the grip of rage... Probably not in the grip of rage, I hope. Then you're good. You're okay. good. Yeah. You're good. I'm gonna throw up, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Just like, all right, time to go to bed. All right, cool. Oh, God. Okay. Fuck. I hated every minute of that. Can we get some eye bleach up in here? Okay. So, speaking of old ladies. No. Because the old lady in that. I have a video that I've been meaning to show you for a long time. Okay. Um, so, Taylor gave me this to watch. And she was like, you've never seen this? I was like, why would <laughs> I have seen she this? Said it? Yeah. Like, it was like this thing that everybody should have seen. And I was like, all right, well, show it to me. 
And I watched it like 50 times in a row. Oh my God. So I don't know what we were talking about, but she said something like, oh, so like the lady that doesn't say chew when she sneezes. And I was like, what? And what? she's like, you know, that lady that doesn't go like, ah, chew. She only does the ah part. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, I don't believe that that could be possibly real. And so she shows me this video and this lady literally <laughs> just screams when she sneezes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's have a look at that. So I need you to see this and I... I'm excited because I think the listeners are going to love how hard you're going to laugh at this. Okay. It's the greatest thing ever. So to wash the grudge from your eyes, I give you the sneeze lady. Okay. And hit it. She just, (laughs) she just screams. (laughs) Oh my God. She's got to cover her mouth. She said chew there. (laughs) She's sitting in the pantry just screaming. She's got to cover her mouth. Oh my god, please. (laughs) So, here's my question. When when you sneeze, it's to get something out of your nose, right? (laughs) That's what I always assumed. How is just screaming, getting (laughs) anything out of your nose? God, I'm just imagining shit like shooting out of her mouth. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, okay, so listeners, hopefully you hit that at the same time with us so you could see this. Oh, man. But this lady literally just goes, ah! Ah! and sneezes. I'm going to start sneezing like that. Oh, my God. Uh, please don't. <laughs> Miss sneeze that way on the podcast mid-recording. You are supposed to get these things out of your nose. Yeah. Not, not just scream to the heavens that they're in there. Maybe she's just a little possessed. I mean, probably. So, really, looking at the thumbnail now, she looks exactly like that lady from The Grudge did look. Yep. So, I mean, <laughs> she's trying to get it out of her. God. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I've cleaned my brain a little. Good. Sneeze the grudge out of my life. Hello! (laughs) Wow! So, there has been, I mean, it seems like we've already kind of gotten into the topic of today. Yes. So much has been happening. So much. So much that has moved us. (laughs) Like, we need to tell you guys how much we've been reacting to things. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to react to. There's so much. So many things in this world need reacting. So much has happened. And if not us, then who? So we've reacted to one thing, something scary. You've gotten to hear some great reactions. (laughs) Reacted to something super funny. So I think I'm going to give you something to react to that's kind of sad. Sad? 
It's kind of sad. Why is it sad? I don't know how sad you want to make it. Okay. But I'll, but I'll, but I'll give you two. All right. Because we haven't talked about this. I, I think I told you personally, but maybe okay. not here. So this is something that I reacted to the other day, and I got pretty sad. But what happened? The Last of Us 2 got delayed. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh man. Dude, I, I had picked out the days to take off of work. Yeah, I... Like, I was ready. I'm so, I, why are they delaying it? Like, were they just not going to be ready? And they'd rather release so, a complete game than yeah. a... Okay. Neil, Neil Druckmann, um, honestly, one of, the, one of the people that I would love to meet on the face of this planet. He is such a brilliant person. And he's all about, like, gritty dark stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I think I think I would just, like, get along with him so well. But he's the guy who created The Last of Us. Like, that whole world, that's him. Okay. Like, everything about it's him. And he's the director of part two. And um, he was like, well, we thought we could finish in time. But really, we want to give you guys that naughty dog polish. So, like, he, like, asked us. He was like... I'm asking for three more months. I'm going to push it to May. All right. And the world took it really, really good. <clears throat> well, that's good. And, I mean, every game that I've ever waited on that was delayed has been one of my favorite games of all time that I still play to, like, this day. Yeah. If you need to delay it and it makes it just so perfect, take your time. Because you still got my money. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd rather have a complete game that's got the polish on it rather than yeah. some piece of slop that they just crank out. So I do want to tell you this because I don't know if I did when, <clears throat> excuse me, when they were talking about it and releasing all like the, like when they did the release date and they were kind of giving you the tidbits on kind of what the gist is of the game. Uh huh. Did you know that they built heartbeats? into every single character that's in the game. What? What? Their hearts literally beat, and when your heartbeat goes up, the animations will change. Like, what? more heavy breathing, like, more panicked reactions to, like, normal things. They put a heartbeat system in this game. <clears throat> that's wild. That even the dogs Oh have my god. What? Do the monsters have heartbeats? Yeah. What? What? Like, like the, jeez, what are they called? They're not called freakers, because I've clickers? been playing Days Gone, like, too much. <laughs> clickers? Um, clickers are one of them, but I don't know what they call, just, like, the overall, like, everyone that's infected. I'm just gonna go with that. The Mansters. <clears throat> so the infected people, they have heartbeats, too. That, that's, okay, so this is why they're delaying the game. <laughs> like, they're giving these people souls. <laughs> oh my god. That's ridiculous. Like... I am very sad that it's delayed, but it's going to make that May release because it comes out in May now. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so much sweeter. Yeah. Just knowing it's so good. So are you, you you have a pre-ordered, right? Oh, yeah. Did you update your pre-order to like get more stuff since it's going to be later or what are you doing with it? No, I am not. I got like the second to top one. Okay. Because as we, as we had discussed, I don't need a backpack. Yeah. And it's like a hundred more dollars for the backpack. Yeah, that's stupid. That's not. It's not worth so, it. So, I'm good with where I'm at. I'm gonna get the <clears> statue, <throat> which I never got for part one. 
I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, that's good. Locked it in. I'm happy. Good. You know what? I do want to tell you about this one, and I and I would like to hear how you reacted to this. Okay. So everybody knows that you and I play Overwatch. Yes. And over this past weekend, after Halloween, was BlizzCon. Correct. And it was highly rumored that an Overwatch 2 was going to come out, and I was like... Well, okay, so... BS, highly rumored, meaning it was actually leaked by the developers. <laughs> so... I mean, that's a pretty high rumor. Yeah. So, I'd been watching out for it, and uh, as soon as... They announced it. They dropped this, like, what, five-minute cinematic or something? Yeah, actually, I think it was, like, an eight-minute cinematic. Um, Yeah, it's pretty long. It was pretty damn good. So, okay, they... I don't know if I want to address... Okay, so Blizzard has been kind of making some shitty PR decisions right now. Mm. And I don't really want to talk about that on the podcast. Like, we're fully aware that Blizzard does not the gold standard of companies at this point in time. We just yeah. really love Overwatch as a game, so we're going to discuss Overwatch. Yeah. So, Overwatch 2, the trailer. Tell me, walk me through <laughs> when your first tear dropped. <laughs> oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> because I know you and I are both just, like, watching it with tears. Do you really want to know when my first tear dropped? Yes, I do. Honestly, as soon as I saw Winston talking to May in the first five seconds of the fucking trailer. (laughs) Dude, because she goes like, do you think people will show up? And I have watched... Okay, so on the PlayStation, it plays that that original cinematic every time you boot the game up. God. Of him, like, putting out the call for people to come back. Damn. And it's so good that sometimes... I just let it play and I watch it. I've watched it so many times that even in May's cinematic, when like she gets that call, uh huh, it makes me tear up because I'm like, oh my god, like someone's getting it. You know? I know, yes. Like, like he put it out and he has no idea if anyone's received it, if anyone cares. And I've built up that 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 opening cinematic for years, right? right? And the fact that she was there with him, that she got the call, and she was there, and she goes, do you think anyone else is going to show up? And I picture him putting out that call and reaching out for people, and I was like, I fucking love this monkey! (laughs) I fucking love this monkey! (laughs) Like, alright, did a tear fall? No, but I did well up, because I was like, I mean, like, we're fine. For three years, we've seen that that call went out and never knew what happens. Right. And this is the first time we've ever seen what happens past that call. Yes. You know? So, like, when they land and Winston, like, does his little fucking barrel roll out of the airplane, lands on the ground, it's like, bonjour. <laughs> French oh, my people. God. And they're yeah. like, is that a monkey? <laughs> it was like, yes, good, awesome. Taylor I'm loving this. fucking cracked up so hard. <laughs> I did, When too. they were like, is that a monkey? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> So when May like goes down and then Winston is like, I'm just gonna face the final battle alone. I'm gonna <sighs> okay, dude. die in the arms of this giant <clears throat> robot. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
Did you think that they, they was could gonna have, die? Have have potentially killed off May or Winston yes. in the in the trailer yes. for the new game? <laughs> I was absolutely thinking that. I was like, oh my god, they're really gonna do it because Jeff yeah. Kaplan before has been like, we're not afraid to kill off a character in the in the cinematic universe. I'm like, why would yeah. you do that? <sighs> so, so I really thought May was gonna die. Yeah. But then when he's like, I'm gonna go fight, I was like, fuck. No one answered his goddamn call. I know. And he's gonna go die. And then suddenly... So... Like a beacon so, from the so sky. My tears are welling, okay? <laughs> and suddenly, like a beacon from the sky, Genji, like he never actually does in-game, tumbles out of the <laughs> air and saves the day. And I was and just like, oh! So, actually, I was watching it on the computer, and Taylor made me scoot back so she could sit here and watch it with me. Yeah. He fucking showed up and chopped off the arm and all that shit and says, hey to Winston, and Taylor turns around to look at me, <laughs> and I watched a tear drop out of her face, and so I was like, so it's cool now, and just go, boom, and one falls out of my, my, my face. Yeah. And then Mercy shows up. I was feeling the emotions. Everyone shows up, and we literally were like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You sent um, me a gif of Paul Rudd. <laughs> that was legit my face, and I'm going to post it for you guys, too. That's what I did as soon as everybody started just coming out of the woodworks. Yep. That like, is about right. Full-blown. Like, and here's... Here's what I want you guys to understand. I avidly hated this game when it came out. He did. He was so anti. It took me like a year and a half, perhaps, of like every single day. Like, what are you going to buy Overwatch? I want you to buy it. I want to play with somebody. I don't like multiplayer games. So I was like, it has zero appeal for me. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it... I mean, the gameplay kind of came later, but it's when you were like... There's a story. Yeah. And that there's this comic, and then there's this, and then there's that. And I was like, oh, shit. There's, like... Because the story element is what drew me in. Right. Uh, Specifically, The Last Bastion. Don't... (laughs) Okay. I've already stated, robots get me, man. Yeah, something about robots. The Last Bastion, where they introduce Bastion's character is basically the Iron Giant happening, like, right there. And it fucking just hit hit home. And I was like, I can give this a shot. Yeah, the second that it came out, I was like, yes, this is what's going to make Robert play the I game. I have the hook. I have the hook for him. <laughs> I got it, it now. I'm going to reel that it fish did. in. And you did, and I've been playing it for, like, three years now? It's been a while. It's a good game. Um, If I'm real, though, I am probably not going to get Overwatch 2. Uh, I'm going to be real, though. I will probably pre-order it. Really? I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. So the only thing that we're getting with Overwatch 2 is the hero is story, story stuff, which yeah, I which want. Is, that's your wheelhouse right there. Yep. So all I really care about for Overwatch is the multiplayer aspect, because I okay. have, like, you know, people that I play with. So. Yeah, I know. You're like an internet god when it comes to friends. I get it. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, outside of just, like, teaming up with my friends and playing, I don't have a vested interest in playing story PvE modes. So, if all of your friends got it and you had that community, would you step in, like, day one? 
I don't know, because I mean, so the thing about it is like everyone that has Overwatch 2 is going to be able to play alongside players in Overwatch 2. Did I say that right? Uh, Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2? You said 2 twice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so everyone so... who has Overwatch 1 will be able to play alongside everyone in Overwatch 2. Okay, so it's see, gonna be... I didn't get to really read anything else on it. So yeah. that's that's good to know. Yeah, so everything that's in Overwatch 1 is porting over to the sequel. Like, all your skins and cosmetics, those are going to go over. Every hero that gets released is going to be in both games. Every map is going to be in both games. Okay. So the only thing that you're really getting with Overwatch 2 is the PvE modes and the... the new coat of paint. Yeah. And the stuff. (laughs) Well, because, like, the animations and stuff look way better in 2. Eventually, though, they are going to merge the engines, so... Everything in ah. Overwatch 1 is going to look like everything in Overwatch 2. Well. Yeah. It just probably won't happen for a couple of years. We don't even have a release date for Overwatch 2 yet. It's just... Yeah. It's just like the cinematic is here and the gameplay footage is here. And the push mode, that little robot, I am very good at pushing. Yes, you are, buddy. Yes, okay. you fucking are. Uh, so cried at that too. Yeah, me too. Like Because a robot said something. He's just... He's so, he's so good at pushing and I just want to help him. <laughs> Me and Taylor literally just look at each other, and she just goes, I love him. <laughs> and I was like, me too. I love him so much. He's very cute. I mean, if I, I buy Overwatch 2, things. it's for that robot. But I think I think oh, push man. mode is available in both games. So I'm glad you know. did this research, because I just got to watch the trailer and saw <clears throat> nothing else. Yeah, I'm like certain that the only thing you're getting with Overwatch 2 is PvE stuff. Okay, so quick question. Um, I'm going to say that this is for the listeners. Okay. But it is actually for me. Okay. What's PVE and PVP? Like, <laughs> okay. So PVP is player versus player. Like you're, I think I know that one. Okay. So that's like actual multiplayer. Yes. So like you're playing alongside other humans against either bots or other humans. Okay. And PVE is always like so the e stands for either environment or everyone depending on who you're talking to um so yeah basically it's just like the junkenstein's revenge that's pve because it's a team of live players versus the environment which is all the little bots okay so basically pve is single player yes in a way okay in a way i mean like (laughs) pve is so pve is campaign PvP is multiplayer. Yeah, PvE is not going to change as much as PvP will because you can't predict the P, but you can predict the E. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Because, like, I I was sure that PvP was, like, multiplayer. Because I always see that for, like, in Destiny, they always say that for the Crucible and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I find it weird that, like, the terminology for games is changing. Like, you don't even say multiplayer because most games, that's all they are. Right. So you're just talking about the game, so they had to come up with a new way to say it, because if you just said multiplayer, you're like, oh, well, it's not a game. But, like, Destiny is a full game, but it's like, well, how do we differentiate, you know? I think yeah. I, I think that's when it kind of came into play, this whole, like, PvE versus P thing. Right. I mean, because when you say multiplayer, you don't know if it's meaning, like, couch co-op or versus or online co-op. There's True. Just so, okay. There's so many definitions for multiplayer. Like, we have to think, video games are only, like, a 30, 40-year-old industry. Like, 
the terms aren't even really set in stone. Right. Like, most of most people that are alive today are living in when they've started and got created, you know? Yeah. So, like, movies have been around for, like, a hundred years. They've come up with the terms and shit for that, you know? Right. So, okay. See, I learned something today. Oh, my but, God. Uh, Hold, I hold did on. want to tell you. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. <gasps> oh, my God. So this this is... Oh, God. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, God. That's that's our podcast. Uh, oh somebody just commented on our YouTube channel. Okay. We got our first comment. And it says, Overwatch 2 blows? <laughs> it's like, how do you... What? Oh, it's an advertisement. You <gasps> son of a bench. Sad. Do you see it? No. Where is it? Says, at? Okay, so I'm under our notifications on YouTube, and it just says, "Great channel. Looking forward to seeing more uploads. You deserve more views." And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then it says, <laughs> "I think you should use follows.com. It will help you get the views you deserve." Oh boo! I'm not gonna use your scrungy website. But wait, doesn't that isn't that a good thing? Because that means like we're getting out there. Maybe. We're getting bots now, trying to we're sell us stuff. Bots. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, you know, we're moving on up. So <laughs> Sorry to interrupt like that. I did want to tell you that, um, so I never really played Diablo, really. Diablo! But ah! I did watch, I did watch the trailer for 4. Did it? Okay, Mess dude. with your brain? Why, why doesn't Blizzard just become, like, a movie a studio? A cinematic company? I fucking know. <laughs> because... The Diablo 4 trailer is so, like, my eyes melted. It's so I beautiful. Know. It's so, like, pristinely real. Like, you can see it's their so pores. Awesome. I just, oh, I love it. And it they, looks so good and so they dark. Did, yeah. They have just such a good way with pacing stuff. I mean, like I yes. said, I've, I've watched the intro cin- cinematic for Overwatch hundreds of times just because <laughs> it it just flows and works so well and it brings you to that emotional response right at the end every single time yeah like honestly i would watch they're just blizzard really good movies like come on blizzard get with it go make movies yeah. but yeah diablo 4 i'm fucking stoked about that too i don't know if i'll purchase that either but i mean not immediately anyway it looks if like you they're... get it let me know because I bought the third one on the PlayStation to play with you. Oh, really? Yeah. When you like, because you, you had told me to buy it. So I bought it. <laughs> and then you were like, I'm like kind of over that. I'm playing Overwatch now. I had already poured 600 hours of my life into it. Oh my God. You like came in too late. And then I kind of played it and I was like, this is fun, but I want to play it with a person. And then I sold it. You sold it. Oh, you bought like a physical um, copy. Yeah. Like a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean, it's... The movie Ocean's Eleven said it best. I am an analog player in the digital world. Okay? Oh my god, alright. No, Diablo 4 looks so good, though. Like, it... I, I don't even... I don't even know. Like, I don't have words about it. The cinematic is just so, like, crisp and so bloody and beautiful. Like, even if you guys don't play these games, you just have... You gotta admit and appreciate how just amazing this thing looks. Yeah. We'll have to real. tag that one, too. We're gonna have to link so many things in the show notes here. Just just, just come watch this stuff with us, guys. Just watch it, guys. It's so great. We have a lot of stuff. 
We want to share it with you. Um, so I want to share this one with you. I I feel like I have so much things, so much things to share. So much things. Because we were talking about how Overwatch, I didn't care for until you brought up the story. Right. Right. So I have been listening to a band that is not new solely on the premise that all their albums form a giant story. Okay. Okay. So I know that you have listened to them before. Uh, Coheed and Cambria. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I pumped out all nine albums of theirs in like two days. Robert. <laughs> because I was like, I gotta get this story, right? Okay. Um, so the albums themselves do not really tell the story. All right. The albums are like a companion to the graphic novel that is the story. I was not aware of this. Right. So I've been digging into them because I just want to know the story. <laughs> okay. So right? were you digging into just the music or just the grav- like just the novels? I listened to all the albums thinking that that was the story. Uh-huh. And then when I'd had no grasp on what the story was, <laughs> I looked it up and was like, oh, okay. So, so really, okay? I needed to find the comics, right? Yeah. But when you listen to nine albums of a, of a single <laughs> band... You kind of get a taste for their music. Right. And so everybody that I know listened to them back in the day. Yeah, in high school. Yeah, everybody knows the, I guess it's the third album, which is called Good Apollo, I'm Burning, Star 4, and it's like this giant name with the Roman numeral 4 on the front. Yeah. Everybody fucking knows the cover. Everybody knows the song Welcome Home, Mm -hmm. right? That was in Guitar Hero, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Which is where I knew the song from to to begin with. And I was like, eh, that band's okay. (laughs) And now here I am, like, ten years later, like, pumping out all nine of them. waist deep in it. I actually just learned today that that album, in in particular, is told entirely from the point of view of a guy that is a single character in the whole graphic novel that pertains to that one. Okay. So while that album is part of the story, if you it really doesn't further the story. It's a mindset of somebody that's in the story. So it's like the albums are a companion piece in that they give a feeling for a scene or kind of like give you insight into one person's mind as to why they would do something that happens in the real story, you know? Okay. So it's not like a song about a guy doing this and this is what happens, blah, 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 right? So does the band draw the graphic novels or do they just like... Yeah. Cool. Or while they get people... So like the lead singer that... um, I don't even know his name. Captain Big Hair. You love his hair. I know. I love his hair. I want to crawl in there. I want to sniff it. He created the story that all this is about and he writes all the graphic novels. Cool. And so I think he gets like other artists to do the art for them. Yeah. Because I think each album's graphic novel has had different art. All right. But, um, so I've been waist deep in this shit. And there, there is one song that I've come back to every single time. And it is from their newest album. So I know that none of you know this one. Okay. So when's, when's their latest album? Are they like still producing music? Yes. So this album that just came out was in 2018. Okay. And it is a part one. So there will be a part two album coming out at some point. 
theoretically, right? Uh, well, this album did pretty good, so I'm thinking that's definitely going to happen. All right. So this album came out almost exactly a year ago, and I'm just now getting to it. <laughs> okay. But so I wanted to see what you thought, because you used to listen to them. Yes. So I wanted to see what you thought of the new stuff. Okay. And I only want to do about like one minute. All right. Something short. So I have you pulled up to a certain spot. Yes. Where this song begins. And I want to know your thoughts on it. You ready? Ready. Set. Go. Ooh. Synthy. So this one, this one opens with like, with like a dialogue intro kind of. Uh-huh. You really have <laughs> it's a little no cheesy. idea what's going on. Yeah. It's what? It's a little bit cheesy. Well, yeah. It just sounds, oh, it's like animated. But so I was like, all right, the guitar's cool. Yeah. Like really setting the atmosphere in the stage, right? You know, it, it reminds me of, uh, ooh, it reminds me of Queen a little bit. Yeah. And then like right there it was good. And I was like, yeah. okay, okay. Like that little riff. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, shit. Here we go. Because I really like... Like, I love ACDC, like that pub band feel. Uh-huh. And that's what I get from just this, like... I can just see, like, a whole crowd, like, getting into the haze right there, you know? For sure. And I was like, all right. And I just... I keep coming back to this song. It's kind of like sports anthem almost. Like, I can see this as, like, a hockey montage. Yeah. Oh, his voice, though. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> so, Ooh. having not listened to them in probably ten years, what do you think of their current stuff? I like it. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. I'm still into his voice. It's just so... You look at his face and you don't expect that voice to come out of that man, you know? Uh, I've watched an interview with him, and he sounds nothing close to that. Really? No. He's got, like, such a range. Yeah. I'm impressed with him. He's so, in the hair. He hides He hides the voice in the hair. That's how he accesses his powers. Well, there's probably, like, another head in the hair that actually does <gasps> the singing. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that's why he has to cover it up. <laughs> a little vestigial head that... <laughs> kind of like a Voldemort style from the first Harry Potter. <laughs> god no like see no one's no one's ever paid attention but there's a microphone behind him all the time (laughs) Uh, but so this my favorite album was the last one this one okay and i like the whole thing good so (laughs) you got a slow start but now you're like into it I'm really into this one. Do you think you would have been into this music if you had not already listened to eight previous albums? Um, I probably would have been like, yeah, this is good, but I wouldn't have thought much of it. Yeah. But I also know what the story is that coincides with this album. Okay. And it's really good. So I kind of just see that story every time I hear each song that goes with what's going on. Yeah. So I like the music more because I'm thinking of the story that goes with it you know (laughs) okay so i just wanted to know what you thought about that two thumbs up i'm glad you like it and one vestigial head up
I just I just have to say, most of the times when I find music or something that I like, you're the only person that I find that likes it too. Really? <laughs> kind of. That's why we're co-hosts. I have a weird taste, and for some reason, you like it too. Like That's the what time, I'm here for. The time I found that one song from the Doom <clears throat> soundtrack. Oh yeah, man, that song was a jam. And I was like... I'm weirded out by the... I didn't even know if I liked it. <laughs> so I brought it to you to say, isn't this weird? And you were like, it's fucking German! It's amazing! We had a lot to react to this episode, didn't we? <laughs> Do you have anything that you would like to react to? Oh shit, you know what? I wanted to talk about Death Stranding. That's out, like, as of the date we're recording this, it's out tomorrow. But as of the date this airs, it was out last Friday. Yeah. Uh, it's actually supposed to come out in two hours for me right now. Ooh, two hours. Yeah, so I was I was thinking for some reason that it was out today, so I was like looking for it on um Twitch to see if they if anybody was streaming it. And okay. I found like a bunch of streams. I was like, all right, but they were all in like Russian or Japanese or something because they're already in uh-huh, tomorrow. Yeah. So but there was this one girl who spoke English that was streaming it and I was like, cool. So I put her on that game, bro. <laughs> what the f- fuck is happening with that game pretty weird right so i don't know what to make of it like the first thing that happened when i turned it on she's like standing there and she's like oh right i forgot i have to piss and i was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so normarina's like pulls out his little digital penis and starts peeing on the mountainside whizzing yeah and she was like okay we're done and then like puts it up and then goes to run off and then was like wait a second and turns around and from the little piss puddle, a mushroom has grown. Yeah. And she's like, did I just grow that mushroom with my piss? Like, yes, what? she did. <laughs> she did. What is happening in this game? And then later she's like, oh, I have to calm down the baby. And she like takes this fucking piss fetus out of her jacket. And you have to like, so you have to hold the PlayStation controller and like just slowly rock it like yeah. a little baby to calm down your baby in the middle of whatever you're doing because your baby's making noise or whatever. I, I and just so don't... when the baby cries, the sound cries from the controller too. What? Because the PlayStation controllers have speakers on the front. Yeah. That, oh so, my God. So it cries from the controller. It doesn't cry through your like surround sound and stuff. What is this game? <laughs> what is it? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> But here's what I do know. Okay. From what I understand, it is a good game if you want to like it. Okay. If you choose to like this game, it is fantastic. The mechanics looked frustrating. Because the whole game is you walking. Yeah, like that's... That's That's it. That's it. Like, she was just taking cargo and, like, delivering it to a little bay, and it was raining on her, and the rain, like, I guess ages you and also your cargo so your cargo can like rust it to pieces or something i don't i was was very confused instead of car in instead of called rainfall right Uh uh-huh it's called time fall because it's like essentially raining time down why why (laughs) i'm hoping that gets explained okay because from what i've heard of the ending you're not learning much about what is going on i've heard that like there's over a thousand hours of story gameplay in this? Probably. That's I guess stupid. if you choose it to, to be that way. I guess. I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm just confused by the whole concept. 
So um, and also the hashtag because like you know how sometimes you get like a little emoji, a custom emoji whenever you do a hashtag. Yeah. I don't. Is it? I posted it here in our I chat for it. you to have a look at. What is that? Is that the baby? Is that that's, the piss baby? That's the piss baby. Yes. Why? <laughs> that is that is the little thing that you carry the baby in. I don't understand. And then tomorrow is in your hands. That one is the little like predator camera thing that sits on his shoulder. Okay. So I don't know what to make of this. I have chosen to like this game. So okay. I like it. All right. I like it. <laughs> I've chosen I am to be excited confused. to. I'm excited to meticulously go through inventory management to make sure that I'm balanced when I walk this cargo across the nation. Do you have to physically balance your character? Pretty much. Like he has too much weight on one side, he'll fall over? Yes. Okay. Because so like, that was when you happening. choose your stuff, yeah, when you choose all the cargo you're going to take, you like go into your character menu and you place it <laughs> on your body and like determine whether or not you're stable and then you leave. All right. And so, like, if he's too heavy and leaning to the right, it'll constantly have you press the left trigger to, like, shift his weight over to try to, like, balance himself out. Yeah, okay. That makes some sense. I don't know. The stream I was watching, like, the girl was confused about the mechanic, I think, because she had just started playing. So she was like, why is he falling over all the time? I have to keep pressing this button. And she's, like, running up a mountainside like a Skyrim horse, just, like, (laughs) directly up a a cliff face. Yeah. That's the th- I think nobody knows what, what it is, so when people are getting it, unless you're like, I'm ready for wild shit, and you, <laughs> you, you think you're going to play a normal game, uh-huh. you're not going to like it. Okay. I know how weird it's going to be, and I'm ready for that. All right. So one day I will play it and be thoroughly confused, just like when I played Metal Gear Solid 4. I still don't really know what 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 the point of that game was, but I had a lot of fun playing it. So, are you gonna play Death Stranding? Is that like on your list? It is on my list when I finally buy it at some point. But I know that because I could spend the money on it today, and I know that I'm not gonna play it tomorrow. Yeah. Because I'm currently all up in Destiny, so I'm not gonna play Death Stranding. Okay. But one day. One day. Perhaps tomorrow. Tomorrow is in your hands. <laughs> I do have one more thing for you. Okay. Because I reacted hardcore and it means so much to me as a as a human being on this planet. Okay. I saw the new Terminator movie. <gasps> oh, tell me all about it. <clears throat> I loved it. Good. I loved it. And here's why I have to tell you my reaction to it. Okay. You ready? Yes. It is already a flop. What? It earned under $30 million over its opening weekend. Oh my God. For a Terminator movie. Wow. So they're like, well, Terminator's over. (laughs) It's done. And that's the thing, because every review is good. Everybody likes it. Is it going to be like a cult classic type thing? I don't think it'll be a cult classic because it's the same movie we've already seen. That's why it's good. It's just not groundbreaking. Okay. I mean, they do some shit in it, though. That was pretty good. Who directed I mean, it? 
Tim Miller, the guy that did Deadpool. Oh, okay. And so it's good. I mean, he did a great job. It's a great movie. And he's a good director. Well, so I do watch this one guy. Um, I think his name's Chris Stuckman. I don't know about the first name, but he does like YouTube videos, like reviewing movies. Uh huh. And he was like, "I'm really torn because it is a competent movie. Like it, there's there's really no, there's nothing wrong with it as a movie. Yeah, it's good. If it hits all the marks, it does all the stuff. It's great." But as a Terminator fan, I don't want to like it, you know? But why? And for me, because they they kind of break the whole mythos of what Terminator's about while also just rehashing the same old thing. Hmm. So in this new Terminator, Skynet doesn't exist. What? There's a different AI that I have to be scared of now. <laughs> okay. So Skynet is no longer my fear, but that's the one I think is really going to happen, so... I'll just stick with that one. All right. But I loved it. And it's doing so bad. But I just want to spread the word of... Because hopefully word of mouth will make people maybe want to see it. Yeah. But I guess at the end of the day, there's been so many bad ones. The taste in people's mouths is so ruined. Maybe it just can't be saved. You know? I hope not. I do have to tell you about the guy. So I sit in the, sit in the movie theater... It's dead quiet. Mm-hmm. No one's doing anything. And the guy behind me must have not known that Arnold was going to be in this movie. <laughs> so when he shows up, he was genuinely surprised. Oh, man. And I'm like, that shit's in the trailer, my guy. <laughs> but they show up at this cabin and Arnold steps out and he goes, uh-oh. I mean, so loud. And as soon as he did that, the crowd just, like, relaxed. (laughs) And people were into the whole, like, last bit of the movie. That's good. But, like, he steps out. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. And it... I just thought it was so cool because they got the original Sarah Connor from 1 and 2 back. That's so awesome. You know? And she didn't even want to do it because she had to get all fit and stuff again. Oh. She's like, I gotta be like action movie person again? Like, fuck. That's hard. Let me be old in peace. Arnold is 70 years old. God. And still in better shape than I could ever dream to be. He's yeah. still, like, kicking ass in that movie. He's and, eternal. And he's hilarious. He is a deadpan Terminator, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Good. I'm just going to tell you, it doesn't really spoil anything about the movie. Okay. Because I do want to keep this one relatively spoil-free, because I would hope people go see it. Yeah. But, so he's a Terminator that once, so he was apparently sent back during part two, right? Okay. And when they change the future, Skynet doesn't exist. I know that people will pick it apart, but he essentially isn't tied to any network because the network that made him doesn't exist now. Yeah. So wouldn't he disappear? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. (laughs) I get it. But point is, he's not tied to anything, so now he is a machine with no purpose. He's free. So yeah, he's essentially free, and he's an AI, so what does he do? He learns to be a person. I'm just imagining and him like a sim on free will mode. He he gets married 
to a person, but they, so essentially he saw these, this like family in like duress. It was like a single mom and her son and he just took them in and has essentially just taken care of them. Well, that's sweet. That's been his purpose. So he's just like robo dad now. Yeah. Because one of them's like, hasn't she ever noticed that you weigh like 400 fucking pounds (laughs) that you're a fucking robot? And he's just like sitting there and he's our relationship is not physical. <laughs> I'm a good listener. And I'm extremely funny. Well, good for you, Terminator. And then he just sits there. Do you know what his job is as this Let me guess. human person? So a human person with... Hang on. His name is Carl. Okay. <laughs> uh... His name is Carl. And they go, really? And he's like, that's what people call me. So, like, I guess somebody called him that once in the... 20 years that he's been a person and it just stuck with him does he work at the carl's jr drive-thru nope walmart greeter nope amazon warehouse stalker not even what is he it's so much daintier than that um a hospice care worker his name is carl and he owns the business carl's draperies okay (laughs) he installs drapes in people's homes well ain't that the cutest and so at one point, he's talking to, like, this, like, group of people that are being chased by a murderous robot. And he's just like, yes. And then one time, this father hired me and said, I want single color drapes in my daughter's room. And I said, no! You need butterflies or polka dots. <laughs> Something to give this little girl color and direction. Aww. And he's just telling the story, and they're all like, what the fuck? Isn't he a killer robot? Honestly, I would watch a whole movie about him working at the drape shop. So when this movie ended, I realized what I wanted from the Terminator franchise. A drape shop movie? I want a Sarah Connor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, buddy movie. Yes. That's what I want. That's the direction. That's the future here. I want that. It doesn't need to be this, like, drab, like, dreary future time travel thing. It needs to be deadpan terminator lady that doesn't like him buddy forced together movie that's the future (laughs) i would watch that very much if you like terminator 2 i would urge everyone to give this one a shot it kind of recycles that plot but it's just it's just good all right it's just good one terminator thumb up uh two terminator thumbs up i loved it it was great uh, let's send this one into the lava pit. Send this one. Oh, no. <laughs> you make me cry. I'm sorry. I was going to send it back in time, but <laughs> fine. Just keep, give me that thumbs up. Slowly sinking down. Well, okay, cool. All right, listeners. Tell some friends about us. Help us grow our audience. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on your very most favorite platform so you never, ever miss an episode because we release every week, every Monday. We're here for you. If you got a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that really, really helps us reach some new viewers and listeners, mostly listeners, because there's not really a viewing component to a podcast, except for this episode. There's a lot of viewing. Kind of. (laughs) Yeah, there is. Uh, You can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram, where you will see all of these things to look at. Trust me. Uh, and be sure to go like our Facebook page. Follow that one too. We'll probably put a bunch of these on there. For sure. Um, 
And actually, you can view us on YouTube. Yeah, it's just I mean, uh, one still image, a, but... <laughs> it's the same picture, but you can sure stare at it. <laughs> um, you can also email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. Send us your listener mail on how... I love that Ferdin said, here's how one gave me an insight on something. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Give us your reaction to this podcast. How your reaction is to Overwatch or Terminator or anything else. Tell us you about want... your favorite thing you've seen lately that made you feel something. Do you have stuff that you want us to react to? We'll react. Yeah. Uh, Ferdin had us do that, actually. He did. We watched. We watched the... Uh, what was it? The full house intro with uh, the dude's face on it. <laughs> yes. Would I have watched that without that? No. No. And I'm glad I've seen it. Yes. Yeah, so send us stuff. We, we really love your listener mail, guys. It makes us feel wanted and loved. Yes, it does. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. As always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Who will answer the call? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> if you listen you closely, you can hear that I'm recording this one in a bathrobe. Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't get dressed. <laughs> oh, I heard in a bathroom, and I was like, why are you in the bathroom? <laughs> I've got you on my toilet. Welcome to the toilet cast. Uh, you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs>